0: Welcome to Holy Fuck, Holy Fuck, Holy Fuck, two gals on the prowl for enlightenment, sex and all things holy, Holy Fuck. Each week, beauty alchemist and transformational coach and speaker, Catherine McClelland and spiritual healer and life coach, Krista Kim, discuss navigating spiritual consciousness in a real human body. Stumbling through dating, relationships, and everyday life, all while maintaining a fucking sense of humor. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Holy Fuck Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Krista. Had to say it that way (laughs) after our last podcast where we were... Debating the the holy fuck name. Holy fuck, holy fuck, holy holy fuck, fuck, holy fuck.
1: Maybe what we should do is go for it. Like maybe we've been playing holy fuck lower than we should be playing. We should be playing it really Really big. big. Like
0: holy fuck. Holy fuck. But do you feel like possibly there's these two other sides to yourself that are constantly battling? Catherine, do <laughs> I? Mm, yeah, in a variety of ways. But which way are you talking about, Christo? What possibly could this have to do with holy fuck? <sighs> holy fuck, I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, I have been having a lot of fun on the dating scene mm. lately. Yes, a lot, I recall a lot of fun, some yeah. of this. That's why we had to take a break. <laughs> Crystal's <laughs> vagina needed a break. Um, and what I what, – so it's like I was having fun, having fun, having fun. And then all of a sudden it was almost like er, – where I felt this need to completely pull back. Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I want. And so I, I kind of like panicked or froze. And so now I'm just kind of sitting in this, huh, like I wonder what that means of like – I guess the real question is, am I seeking partnership or am I not? Ah, so do you find
1: yourself, (laughs) to our audience, feeling ambivalent about being in partnership? Yeah. I know somebody once said to me, single or partnered, choose your poison.
0: They're both hard. I feel like that's exactly where I'm at right now. And... Part of it's because I feel like there's this deep need that's programmed since birth to, like, want to be in partnership. Well, it could be like, in your genetics even, right? Yeah. I it mean, could it
1: be, like, like, salvation, survival.
0: I mean, I've literally – I've always been that person who wanted the long-term boyfriend and wanted marriage. I wanted kids. Like, I wanted that box in a way, and then I've spent the last 10 years, like, clawing my way <laughs> – of Ripping it.
1: the sides off the box. Right. Tearing- and so
0: now I'm out of the box, and apparently last month I was way out of the box, and I had a lot of fun doing it, but I got scared almost, oh. like, being too far out of the box and, like, wanting to, like, scramble back into my
1: little house. <laughs> so what happens when you get scared then? So you you squ- you f- you throw the top open, you jump out of the box, here I am. <laughs> you date a few people, you're having really fun, you're letting yourself be sexual. All of it's good. All of it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you have this what? What happens that you're... What's missing maybe?
0: Well, you? I think... What initially happened is, so I went out of town for the holidays, so it was almost like a breather. There was like, you know, I was off men for those weeks. I was totally with my kids, my family, and so. But when I came back, for kids, (laughs) (laughs) they were my little excuse. Um, But when I got back, and real life needed to start in the new year, you know, I had to. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like God knows dating isn't real life. (laughs) My dating life went on holiday. Because then I came back and it was like, oh, these guys again, they have feelings, they want to interact, they want to talk and chat. And I was like, ah, do I have anything to offer them at this moment? Okay, so there's that piece. So
1: you come back and you're thinking it's all fun and games and they're like, actually would like to see you
0: or spend time with you (laughs) or anything like that? Yeah, and so like, you know, I... I saw Nurture Man when I got back, and it was literally like I was a piece of stone. Like, no emotion, no feeling whatsoever. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And then I went back to um, – I saw Mr. Cheeky, and I was like, hmm, no feeling, no, hmm, okay. And again, they didn't change. They were exactly who they've always been. It was like, it was like something had happened with inside me – and then, so, what happened? What
1: did you cross over? Was it you got serious about work, or was it that you got serious about the new year or what was it was <laughs> happening that that took all the juice out of it? I mean, it sounds like you just like didn't want to play anymore
0: or wow, you only this, wanted
1: to play, and you didn't want anything more serious.
0: What just came forward in my head was that I got really clear that neither one of them were exactly what I was looking for. So why not waste my time, but what? why invest my time? <laughs> why invest my th- Much nicer way to say yeah, it. Yeah. And then I started going on this journey of like introspection of, oh, shit, that's what I've done in my last couple relationships. Even when I would have these moments of going, oh, they're not really the one or their that behavior isn't good enough for me or whatever it's like i still invested in the relationship to try and make it better like cuz you really wanted a relationship at that point right and and i just had this belief of like well relationships are hard you got to work you got to you got to teach them how to be a relationship <laughs> them men how yeah, to Yeah i think that when I came back from the holidays, I was just like, oh, that just sounds exhausting to have to teach Such somebody to to come be able to talk with me.
1: Well, that's great news, though, because you were doing that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and now you're not doing that. So, yay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, either you have to go back out and find <laughs> new men to keep replacing.
0: Oh, I have. <laughs>
1: The fun and games with Yes. Right? Because really what I'm hearing is you want fun and games, but there might also be another part of you. Is there like an ambivalence here? Like, do you want the the one?
0: hmm
1: Ah. Or mm-hmm. is it fun and games until the one shows up?
0: Well, I did meet another person over the last two weeks once I came back from holiday. And I think that... And the only reason I'm bringing him up is because he's part of the the realization in that, so far, I haven't felt the need to have to teach him anything. Because he's still fun and games. I don't even think that he falls in the fun and games category. Like, he's really grounded. And so I'm not looking at him. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's making me <laughs> see that the other guys were more fun and games, and he's interacting with me in a way that is less fun and games, and like trying to speak to me in my, you know, my mentally in my brain and spiritually. He's he's not playing into Krista's fun and games. Okay. And so it's made me see, like, oh, he's challenging me to step out of those behaviors of just seeing all the men as fun and games because he's he's actually requiring that of me. What's he requiring? Like, deeper conversation or more heartfelt conversation or, like, he's not just, like, falling into bed with me. He's, like, you know, putting up some boundaries. and Some. Some. <laughs> yeah. Just one. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> Catherine's face just went <laughs> <laughs> But it's just... It, I'm reflecting on all of the different people I've pulled into my life over the last couple of years. And looking at why I was attracted to them. Are the uh, re- reasons that I was initially attracted to them... Like, were they healthy reasons to be attracted to someone? And I don't know. So I'm just playing with all of this formula. And part of what's catching me up or what I'm finding for myself right now is on one side, I'm like going out looking for the one. Because there's a part of me that really is desiring to have partnership and somebody to do things with and snuggle up with and to trust and to for them to, like, be my person. And I think there's this other side of me that is completely terrified that I won't be able to do it. So you won't be able to do the relationship. You won't
1: really be able to open to it. You won't be able to be vulnerable enough to have it. You won't be able to create it because there's something something. So you replace it with just fun and games that keeps you going mostly, but it's like Oreos. You wake up in the morning. Did you say Oreos? I did. (laughs) You wake up in the morning and you feel a little queasy and you're not quite fulfilled. Why did I stuff myself? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kind of, right? Yeah. So it's not actually giving you what you want. And it's great because I just heard you make a discovery about a fear that is right in the middle of this. So I'm imagining that our audience might have some connection to this. There might be people who've had this experience. I've had it. Mm -hmm. There have been times when I was definitely doing fun and games.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: there have been times when I was definitely doing serious. And there are times when I've been worried that I couldn't do one or the other. And so I was proving it to myself. But I like this I like this direction, I love what you're saying like
0: well I think part of it too is because I have done a long term marriage, and then it it did not work out, and so I'm sure it this is I'm kind of at this place right now of being pushed up against this little place inside that's going, you know who are you to want long term relationship or partnership because yeah, this is like the little devil sit on my shoulder yeah, saying that yeah here you I hear to want else. that because you already had that and you fucked it up right especially cuz you fucked it up that's right. your story right? right
1: and because you've seen it really one-sided and you're blaming yourself as if it was one-sided
0: that's carrying over into right now
1: mhm so You're, I'm
0: like, why is God gonna give me another, you know? Because God doles them out just yeah. so you know, they just like
1: they're like cards, you just throw somebody a good man. That's how it happens in the universe.
0: Well yeah, in my mind I'm going, why is God gonna give me another great man? Like I was lucky enough to have one. What what makes me think? And I, sh- I fucked that up. And I fucked that up. So what makes me think I deserve it? Right. So here's the one. problem with your story. Okay. Is I fucked it up. Mm-hmm.
1: Because as as much as you tell that story, you're not going to trust yourself. You did some behaviors that resulted in the end of your marriage by choice by you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you made some choices that resulted in the end of your marriage. But was it your fault? Was it really good for you? You know we we it's, we've had this conversation about like you cannot see yourself back. How many years ago was it that you? We've been separated separated five years. Five years. You've been separated five years. So there's some peace learning here because actually you've been separated five years and you're still not divorced.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So there's a way that you are really showing the universe you do not want a relationship yet. Right? I mean, we can all see it. Right? And if it's your fault that that one fell apart. And that's the best way I know
0: to keep yourself safe. Is to what? Stay in the fun and games?
1: Nope. To stay married. Oh. You're still married. (laughs) You know, I have a story having been divorced and also having dated more than one divorced man Mm -hmm. and dated one man who was in a divorce that it really takes people about two years after their divorce to be truly ready for a relationship, and for some people, much, much longer. And some people it has to do with their children and growing up and all sorts of stuff. But my lowest common denominator on dating previously married men, that's my choice, men, um, is two years from the divorce date, not the separation date, Mm. because... I have friends who have dated men who just had a little financial arrangement with their ex wife still. They're not available. Mm. They were paying for their insurance and their 401k, and da da da. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, they're
0: not divorced. <laughs> they're not divorced. And women. But I feel like in this day and age, it's all so complicated and people are trying to do things so consciously. And so even with some You're of divorced. the people I'm. I mean, well, even with some of the people I've been dating, it's like they might be divorced but still sharing a house because well, it's, that's different. You know, finances and kids and but that's different. They're divorced, and then there's people who are still dating or not dating who are still um, married, but they haven't lived together or anything like that in years. And so and they're still
1: married. It is truly a thing. It is truly a thing. Now, there is probably one person out there that can prove me wrong about this, (laughs) but I have been watching women date married men for so long, and men date not completely divorced women also, Mm -hmm. and it is pretty much a shit show by the end of it because the person is not actually available. If they were really ready for partnership, they would complete the closure— And it would be done. And they would say, okay, now I'm done. Now I need to do my work on all the reasons that I'm telling myself that was a mess. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be ready. So what I did was I went straight from my marriage in my separation time to a man who was also in separation. Right. I had a year um, between it, but I was still not divorced. So when we got together, he was— finished with his marriage but not divorced and I was divorcing like I was actually in process. It took 5 fucking years. <laughs> and we broke up right after he got divorced. Not a surprise to anybody but me. <laughs> I almost and, and the truth is that I I broke up with him one time when I got divorced. There's a huge energy shift when you actually step into I'm complete. God, I feel like I've been trying so fucking hard to complete it. It's Okay, like, but crazy. it's like our podcast. <laughs> if you didn't listen last week or a couple weeks ago, you won't know what we're talking about. But when things aren't happening, there's a reason why they're not happening. What is getting in the way? I had a very complicated, very upsetting divorce process for me. It was very uncomfortable. It would have only been uncomfortable longer, (laughs) and I did eventually get committed to completion, and it took me taking stands that I had never taken in my life before. Right. And that was how I changed enough to be in another relationship. Unfortunately, I basically went back into the same thing because I was too scared to own all those things that I had to own to be divorced. I'm like, oh, just kidding. I'm going to go. And essentially, I didn't go back to the same man, but I could have because of the
0: results. I created the exact same results. Well, I think what you're just talking about, too, about going back and recreating the situations, well, maybe this is just a little bit similar. I'm looking at some of the people that I've been seeing, and I'm seeing in them the old me, the five years ago me, and I'm like, Aw they'll be so cute in five years when they're healed. Exactly. Know? And I'm not saying no. I'm obviously I'm not completely healed, but I'm looking at them like I don't wanna have to go back and help them through no, wherever don't they're do at. That. Like and but I that is my pattern and that's what I have always done with the men in my life. I Up until they're like now. wounded birds <laughs> that I'm gonna like heal and fix and I'm so loving. They're not and necessarily wounded birds, is what Krista is saying they're wounded birds, but
1: they may or may not be.
0: Right. They but in my mind, exactly. Right? But that's part of my pattern of like holding for them and nurturing them and you Which know. is why they're so sexually attractive to you after a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. It's like who wants to have sex with their mother? No one <laughs> So at least I'm I think that I'm getting quicker right now in realizing why I'm interacting with certain men. And I do see that I am attracted to initially I'm attracted to these personalities that are kind of suave and engaging and <laughs> like suave. big personalities. Yeah. And then what I'm noticing is I start getting exhausted by them after a little bit of time because they're like too much energy or they need too much or they take too much. And so I'm they're just like
1: superficial on the surface, but then deeply kind of needing something more. Like you, they appear to you to be whole and that's fun and that's what you're going for. And then when you get a little closer, you realize that is actually just kind of an. Act or kind of a way that the personality is in the world, that when you get deeper inside, there's really a lot of healing that still needs to happen. Right, And, and it reminds you of yourself five years ago. Exactly. Which is dangerous. <laughs> Don't go back. Don't
0: date yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't date yourself five years ago, for sure. But then I go over and, you know, I date. So then I swing. And then I go and I date the ones that are super safe and sweet and nurturing and actually remind me a lot of my ex-husband. And I get, um, it's like those relationships feel really good. And then in the back of my head, I go, well, why am I going to choose a relationship that feels similar to my marriage when, when I ran so quickly from it?
1: Right, so either you were an unhealed human who ran from something that was super great and you just made the biggest mistake of your life, mm-hmm. which is one story, mm-hmm. or you got in touch with yourself and realized that really this wasn't the best thing for you. And what I hear you doing now is noticing that neither of these two extremes are what you actually want. Right. And one of the things that just struck me that you said that I've never heard you somehow that you're, your brain is making people into types
0: mm. instead
1: of units, instead of humans that you're meeting and being curious about. And na, 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 it's like, oh, he's the fun he's guy. That box. Oh, he's yeah. that
0: guy. Oh, he's this nurture guy. Oh, he's Cause the nurture man said that to me. Like, I'm not your ex husband. Stop putting me in that yeah. box. And I'm just like, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Right.
1: So you have kind of put people in categories, but it it does keep you safe because neither of those people are you going to commit to. And you're clear. And you're still married, which is really the only (laughs) red flag we need that you're not ready for a partnership. And it's not because it's wrong morally. It's not because anything except that you're telling everyone, included Including the biggest energy of the universe, you know what? I'm just really not ready. So I'm, I can date, I can fool around, I can get some really sweet nurturing from some people, but I'm I'm still processing my marriage.
0: Hmm.
1: What do you think about that?
0: That makes me angry.
1: At me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not what I wanted to hear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's the beauty of coaching because no one ever tells you what you want to hear.
0: Yeah. Well, because that just, it's like, that's no fun, right? And and this is, it's, it's interesting is I, I go into this with my clients a lot because I work with people who are deciding on divorce or getting divorced and I help them find clarity in that. And it's like, it's the worst work to have to come in and do with a coach. Like you'd much rather be coached on, abundance or find your life partner or that new shiny career like those are like fun things to be coached around being coached you know through divorce it's like it's heavy work and you know I have been doing that for five years and at this point I'm going I don't see why it hasn't completed because I really was like committing especially the last six months I'm like we are going to get this divorce done and and I was seeing that I wasn't f- fully available to be in relationship with people until this is complete, so um, I hear what you're saying, and I agree one hundred percent, and it I hate you and well, <laughs> <laughs> I <I'll> hate you. <laughs> I hate that I'm still in this situation. I hate that I'm still um you know the thing with divorce is it's not like a decision I can go and do by myself. You'd be amazed. I I really want to say that, and I'm not talking about physically now. I'm talking about setting your intentions. I'm And I was talking physically. I mean, like, I can't go and make the papers and fill out the forms. Like, half of that is mine, and I can do all of my part. And if someone else is not doing their part, then it sits there.
1: Yeah. And there are ways to force the situation. There are people you can hire (laughs) who force the situation. There are... Gosh, there's so many more even now than there used to be of p- ways that people can find their way with negotiating these things. Sometimes people come back into partnership. That's some of the work that I do, which I love to do, and um, I have a client we are working on this, is how do you bridge back into partnership and secure the family and mm-hmm. the wholeness for the kids and let go at the same time of Basically, you've just changed the form of your partnership from a marriage to a family. So you're not going to give up your family, and you're going to find a way to support your family. This was their choice, not my choice for them. But would you like to create a family? And as their divorce is completing, now those are part of the considerations in the completion of their divorce. Is how does this affect whether we're going to be able to stay feeling like a family. If I give you more or give you less or, you know, that really changes everything. So for a lot of people, one of the reasons our divorces don't complete is that they can't find their way to what they really want. And they can't find a way to do it. And they don't believe it's possible. And what I find is that, you know, you get them to whether we're divorcing or not, but also for me, what my work is, is a lot is keeping people connected so they can go through whatever process they're going through without hurting each other so much. So when people don't complete, there often is another reason. Maybe you're not ready for a new relationship, so it keeps you mentally, emotionally out And you're like, yeah, I'm not really divorced yet. I can't do that. I don't
0: don't think that's why for me, because that doesn't resonate with me. And I don't feel like I don't ever think about like that I'm still married. Like It's literally not in my consciousness that I'm still married, even though it might come up with like, oh, yeah, I got to fill out that form. But other than that, I don't go about my day-to-day life thinking about it.
1: Right. And what I mean by that, Krista, is not so much that you'd be thinking about it. It's that actually the process of completion – Is another gateway. And it's another place where you're actually going to take seriously getting what you want, standing for what you need, creating a family again, if that's what you want, if this other couple wants, you know, the actual completion is really not easy. And it can be a bit of a dive into the darkness to get there. So while you're not wanting to go there, I'm not suggesting that it's actually your brain thinking of this. I'm thinking once that's actually completed, you'll have a whole new picture of yourself and what you want and what you want to create.
0: And I think I feel like I've been um spending these last couple of years doing research on what I want so that by the time the divorce is done, it's like i'm i'm I have a better understanding. Of what went wrong, how to not recreate the situation Mm. again, and understand who I am. Because this will be the, like, when I start really seriously dating here, this will be the first time in my life where I'm consciously choosing as opposed to in the past where I would just happen to meet someone and then we would end up married. (laughs) You know, like, this will be... There's gonna be a lot of thought put into it, which I've never done before.
1: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I really hear that.
0: And I know for me the that sounds inter- really silly to say that, but this is like literally the first time I'm putting thought into a relationship. But I think I that want, you're just like everybody else. I think yeah, a, that's why I want to repeat it, because I think that it's important. And I feel like a lot of us do that. We we just happen to meet someone and oh, they're good and we have a good time together, and you find yourself falling into partnership or relationship. And it wasn't like a conscious decision of this is what I'm looking for. These are the, you know, things that definitely don't work for me. And the minute that person shows signs, you know, walking away, it's like in the past they, I know kind of like what I don't like, but when they would show some of the signs, I would be like, well, we can, I can work with that. Mm -hmm. And now it's like consciously going, no, actually I can't work with that.
1: Right. And I think, you know, I think two things, Krista, one is that, The intention always comes before the thing itself. So whatever it is that you want, you're trying to get clear on. Like, right now, I'm clear that I'm not doing anything long-term. That's what you've been saying over and over. Mm -hmm. And eventually, I'm going to get to that point. And maybe your intention is going to shift, I would imagine, towards your divorce. It's going to get more clear to you how to complete that. And once your intention gets more clear... I'm not going to say it's going to happen overnight, but there's going to be a way in which you're going to experience a completion and you are going to grow into that. You haven't done that. Like Everything that you're doing, your research project is exactly (laughs) what you want to do. That's how you wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. And now you're getting closer and closer to thinking about, huh, do I want relationship? Don't I? Do I want marriage? Do I want partnership? Or do I just want to keep keep it light and keep playing or do I want marriage in another five years or do I want to be this or do you know there's so much and until you go through the gate of your actual divorce you're not going to actually know I'm pretty sure it's going to take really fully stepping in yeah and that's fine I mean you do this any way you want and I'm glad that you and your partner husband ex-husband I guess or sort of almost <laughs> ex-husband what do you call that guy um my ex-to-be. Your ex-to-be. <laughs> what is it? Marriage marriages for a time, but divorce is forever. Um, that, you know, maybe it takes some thought about what you really are trying to create as a couple. Are you trying to keep a family intact? I know that's important to you. Yeah,
0: I mean, I feel like we have. I feel like yeah. that has been created, keeping the family together. Yeah,
1: and, and are there ways that, you could be better supported or he could be better supported to do that. You know, there are nuances that may come in that actually may bring it to completion. Mm -hmm. And then there's always the question of whether you circle back and ask yourself, was that really the best choice? Because I know, I have friends, and they're from (laughs) USM even, two couples I know who actually got remarried after they divorced they realized that what they really had, what was really beneath all of the stuff that wasn't working, was really the most important thing, and uh, they made the different. They made that choice again, which is must be incredibly hard to do because everyone must think you are completely nuts, right? And you know, I'm sure there are people who get remarried and get re- divorced again. I'm sure that happens <laughs> <What>? too. <laughs> so this is just a big exploration, right? It's like, but what is it for you? And where is your desire with this?
0: Well, yeah, because I, I mean, I do like to be interacting with men, with people of the opposite sex. I enjoy that. That's part of who I am. So it feels weird to be like, oh, I'm just not going to date. Like, I, that, oh, that doesn't even like feel right in my body to be like, I'm not going to be dating. And what I'm noticing is that. I want it to remain fun, but if it's just on the fun side, it's almost, like, boring. It's almost, like, uninteresting because there's no depth to it.
1: It's insubstantial. Yeah.
0: It's like eating at McDonald's. Yeah. Or something. (laughs) So, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I just am, like, having this, like... Like, it's a pendulum swing where I was going Mm -hmm. from, like, date, 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 and then I had that little hiatus over the holidays, and I was, like, really just with myself, and then I've just noticed, like, going back into reintegrating into the dating world, I've been, like, a little slow and hesitant, so I've been looking at, like, why is that? What Mm. am I, um, you know, what am I slowing up for? I'm scared I'm not built for long-term relationship.
1: Or... And, or I think you might have said this, I don't think I'm revealing anything. <laughs> Are you built for monogamous relationship? Like, you might have a monogamous partnership that might also have built into it other people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That would not be my choice. That's just right. simply not my choice, partly because I have a nervous system that probably couldn't handle the other direction of, like, why. Well, I don't know if it, mine could either.
0: But right, I, but it's I think inquiry. I'm looking at the I'm looking at my marriage and going well, like I've made certain assumptions about myself because the marriage didn't work and now it's going through this journey of trying to figure out are those assumptions true, uh huh, or were they just stories I made up about myself like oh I had an affair so that must mean that I can't be in monogamous relationship, is that true or is it that. You know, I didn't love my husband. Is it that I loved him, but, loved him, but but he wasn't the ultimate one I was, you know, seeking? Or the
1: way you interacted with him did not bring you sexually together and you just, your sexual connection fizzled.
0: Right. So, but so I've made this decision, though, that I'm not built for monogamy because of that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm having to go on that journey to go, is that true? If I meet the right person, will that be something I want? So it's interesting because I'm like, how do I go into conversation with people that I'm dating about what my expectation is for the relationship? Well, tell us. Well, so like with Mr. Cheeky, it was like right up front, oh, I'm dating lots of people. Don't try to tie me down, da, 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 right? It set up from the very beginning that that was the dynamic of the relationship. So there really wasn't going to be any depth that comes of that because I set it up in the beginning of mm. this is light, this is fluffy, this is airy, let's keep it and right And you're there. young. <laughs> yeah, and you're young. <laughs> but regardless, whether he was old or young or whatever, it was like I was keeping it in that fun zone so that I wouldn't, you know, take it into the serious zone. Right. That so was a protection thing.
1: Right. I get it. It all sounds a little like protection to me in a variety of different ways. And exploration and protection, which is all fine. And that's, I think... Maybe that's my
0: problem. I'm the exploration. I'm judging the exploration of it. That's exactly where I was about to go is if you're
1: judging it, it will never feel like you're really exploring because you'll be looking over your shoulder the whole time judging yourself. So what if you just let Krista be Krista... And try on all different kinds of things. And maybe say something a little more ambiguous in the beginning. Maybe it's not just fun and games. I don't know what this is going to be.
0: Feels like fun and games today. I might date someone else. I don't know. Yeah, I have to come up with a better way to express myself. Because I think if I go too flippant and I'm just like, oh, this is just fun and games. Then if there's a moment where I actually start having feelings for that person, there's always already been this dynamic of, like not taking me serious or... Right. And you,
1: know, you set it up so that they won't even bring that stuff to you. Right. I would never bring... If somebody told me this was fun and games, uh, well, let me just begin with when <laughs> somebody told me I got nothing. All I got is whenever time we spend together is whatever time and whatever we do, we do. And after that, you know, don't call me, don't write, don't, <laughs> don't bug me. Unless you want to see me and I'll say yes or no. Right. right. But there, it was all about the only these units of time that we spent together. There's no relationship. We had fun together. We were friends. We were friendly. We were nice to each other. Treated me great. I have no complaints about any of that. There was nothing in between these dates, right? So I was choosing all the time how to be. I would never have had a serious conversation with that guy, ever. Right. It was all fun and games. And it was great, and he had a lot of appreciation for me and he thought it was beautiful and you know all of that worked really well and it was super fun nothing else was going to ever happen there
0: which is weird to be in the dating scene and going into situations where you're setting it up that nothing's ever going to happen and like yeah. I see that that's what I was doing but on the flip side then it goes why bother cuz then it's just fun and games fun and games So usually the the idea
1: is that usually men are doing that, right? We have this idea in our culture (laughs) that men are doing fun and games and women are always trying to be in relationship. And you're kind of toppling that. And it's also not 100% true for you.
0: Yeah. That's, I think you just nailed it right there. It's like, there's this, like, I want to be empowered and know that I can do it, but it's not 100% authentic to be doing it.
1: Because it's shallow. In the end, it doesn't actually Mm -hmm. give you who you are back to you. that's what we're always hoping from partnership, is that we get ourselves back. Not that the other person makes us something we're not, but they reflect ourselves to us. Mm -hmm. And so if we're deep, if we have thoughts, if we went to spiritual psychology school, if we read books and we can't contemplate and pray and meditate, Somebody who can't reflect that back to us is eventually going to just be hollow. Because mm-hmm. there's this vast river flowing in you that isn't getting that. So And I was allowing hand,
0: that to be okay. Yeah. It was like there was a part Except of me. Except then you got bored. Except so there's then the I was like, yeah, it just felt like, um, it felt like a chore or felt like energy that I was carrying along that wasn't mine to carry along or something like um you know, because he was me. Exactly. He, he was, was acting exactly like yeah. I used to act, and I could see it. And I was like, oh, that's what that looked like. And I don't, I'm not that anymore, but yet I was pretending to so be that. So he was reflecting a,
1: that too. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
0: And you want to be reflected to deeper, mm-hmm.
1: but you're not sure you want a long term <laughs> relationship. So, you know, you're in a place of discovery. One thing that I just had the thought of in a, In a deeper relationship, you're making the choice to actually care about someone else and see them for who they are, which really takes a lot of energy. It really draws us into our much higher states of ourselves and have to be more consistent with our loving because people will be people and they will do what they do. And it's not up to us to correct them. It's up to us to love those people in a long-term kind of way. So it's a lot more work. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine that where you are
0: right now, that's not that appealing. Yeah, I think I'm just exhausted from the last two big relationships I've been in.
1: Which didn't fully reflect you. So they both th- so that's funny cuz on some level they were fun and games relationships that transitioned into deeper ones but never gave you the gift of it so you had all of the all the work all the all the, the, work trauma, of it,
0: all the ugh, and no none reward. of the
1: the light and the beauty of it. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so now I'm scared to like do go into it again cuz it's like I don't want to invest all of my time that way for nothing.
1: So I think it starts at the choosing. With you.
0: What do you mean? Meaning uh, me deciding what You I want?
1: choosing what you want. Yeah, so you've been scared of that. So you've been choosing lighthearted dating. And
0: just all by itself, that's fun and it's okay. <laughs> like, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. And I'm not saying I'm not still going to do that. No.
1: And there's a party that's starting to wonder, do I want something more fulfilling? Am I missing something that was in my marriage? Do, do I want to start to wonder about uh, more a deeper way of relating with another human that opens me up. It sounds like there's some yeses in there. And now it's like, okay, but how do I get that without giving up some of the light that I get from this and without over-investing and being someone's coach? Right, and that's
0: exactly (laughs) what I don't want.
1: Right, so how do you stay light until you find out if there's enough depth to... To dive in. And my sense
0: is that it's a of uh, You've got a look on your face well, my and i scared is, of what's coming. <laughs> no,
1: no, 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 not at all. Just my sense is it's coming from you. Mm-hmm. When you're ready, the divorce will complete and you'll take a deep breath and you'll be ready. And it it's an evolution of who you are and it's perfect. And the reason they're not showing up they're showing
0: sh- up. Uh, they are showing They are up. showing
1: up. The reason they're showing up the way is because that's what you're asking for right now. That's what you're really available for until you're done. Right? And Two, can I just be
0: okay with that right, right
1: now? Or can you say, I'm not okay with that anymore? Or I'm okay with it 50% of the time. Or <laughs> I want to experiment with some of this and some of that. Well, apparently I'm going to have to keep going at <laughs> going at it okay that's the end of this show for today i'm very sure i think we're all gonna have to keep going at it love to to be krista to be continued spread the love and we hope this
0: was relatable to a lot of you because it certainly has been to me yeah love you i love you too